0: Welcome to the Wish Well podcast, a women's integrative summit on health and wellness. A podcast hosted by Dr. Michelle Dang, a board certified anesthesiologist and pain management physician with additional fellowship training in integrative medicine. This podcast will feature weekly episodes with women from all walks of life discussing their health and wellness journeys.
1: This episode is with Veronica Goble, and her word is discipline. I met Veronica about a year and a half, two years ago. We were part of the same running group. We ran a couple races together, and I remember her always being such a big source of inspiration for me and all the progress that she's made over the years with her running, and her story is definitely one of discipline. A little bit about Veronica, she is a Native Houstonian wife, mom of three children, She was an elementary school teacher for six years before making the decision to stay home and raise her kids. The transition from working mom to stay-at-home mom was tough at first, and she was forced to take a deep look at her life, habits, and relationships. During this time, she was asked by a family member to run a marathon. Having never run one mile, she signed up and six months later ran her first 26.2 miles. The training process changed her life and taught her the discipline she needed. Her favorite quote is, only the disciplined ones are free in life. If you aren't disciplined, you are a slave to your moods. You are a slave to your passions. Eliot Kipchoj. These days, you can find her up at 5 a.m. in bed by 9 p.m. and making the most of the time in between. I personally really loved recording this episode with her and love hearing her actual story and journey with running. And isn't it amazing that she never even ran and now she is a Chevron Houston uh, marathon ambassador. So I'm looking forward to seeing what is in store for her in the next year. If you like listening to our episodes, please remember to subscribe, follow along, leave a comment, leave a review and rating. I would love to hear from you and I hope you stay tuned for more fun episodes from such inspiring women. Hi everyone, it's Dr. Michelle Dane with the Wish Well podcast. I'm here with Veronica Gobel. So a little bit about Veronica and I—we actually met, I think, about two years ago with the running group that we are both a part of. It's the Champions Running Association, and um, I think over the years, like I feel like Veronica has been kind of my cheerleader. Just because, if some of you may not know, I don't really like running, but somehow I I still I still do run. And uh, last year, I completed my first full marathon which was so amazing and Veronica was alongside with me. I think we ran the Sugarland 30k together and she recorded me and um, it was it's so nice to have somebody there in your corner supporting you. So welcome Veronica.
0: Hi thank you so much for having me and I, I have to say, I've been so inspired by you, like professionally, as a runner, as a person, and I always feel like you're so accepting and open and positive. And I'm so grateful that you reached out to me. Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, I'm so excited to have you. I definitely, um, Veronica and I spoke um, briefly just before we started recording, and and I was saying that I was I thought of her, and of course, Angela, who is in a previous episode, we're, we're all in the same running group, and I thought of her because I really wanted to hear her story. So we'll just jump right in. So Veronica um, has listened to some episodes as so she knows the format, so tell us a little bit about what
0: health and wellness means to you. So I actually, I took some time yesterday and I just like took a little bit of quiet time and I sat down with my journal and kind of thought about it. And I, I wanted to think of one word that was health and wellness to me and to me, it's discipline. So, um, I went back and forth between two words, actually between balance and discipline. Cause I feel like that is where I find the most peace in my life when I have, a very structured but flexible schedule. It's kind of hard to describe. So I I guess I'm going to just jump into where it all kind of started. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was an elementary school teacher for six years. I taught fourth grade ELA and I loved my job. It was just the most rewarding thing. I think that as a teacher and also as a parent, you can learn so much about your kids by what they write because they write from their experiences and they write what they feel and what they know um, and you learn so much about them. So it was such a rewarding job. But when I had my second child, um, I went went through maternity leave, went back to work and I went back back to work for six months and my husband and I kind of talked and decided that we would, I guess, operate better as a family, if I worked, if I stayed home. So I quit my job to stay home with my two babies and I really, really struggled. It was a huge transition um, to go- how old was your first one at this time? So so my first, my son was in kindergarten at the time Mm -hmm. and then I had just had um, my second child. So she was six months at the time. And I think they have, There's a a five or six year age gap between them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was just, it was a huge life change to go from, you know, socializing and having purpose at work and very structured days to then staying home. And I almost felt a little, a little isolated. So, you know, you're just, your body is like coming back from the pregnancy hormones and um you know, a job change and I was home and I just really struggled with it. And I found myself um, lonely and I was drinking more, Um, not excessive, but I just found that I was like every night thinking, oh, you know, I'll just have a couple of glasses of wine. And I was in a place where I felt like wasn't the most healthy for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what my, I had a cousin and an aunt that came over to to visit us one night and my cousin said, Hey, do you want to run a marathon with us? The Chevron Houston marathon. And it was in six months. And I was like, Hmm, uh, you know, I've never thought about doing that before. I actually didn't even know how long it was. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was sheer ignorance. I was like, sure. Um, and I had never even run a single mile before. Um, but I signed up for it because I thought, okay, well, you know, if, if even one person can do it, I can do it too. It's Mm -hmm. possible. Um, and so I signed up and then that kind of started a journey for me that kind of helped get me back on track, teach me discipline in, in my new life. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was just, it was the beginning of a really, really beautiful journey for me.
1: So how long ago was this that you did your first full marathon?
0: so that was almost five years ago so now in that five years um i have become a more active runner i find um people ask me all the time they're like why (laughs) like what is what what makes you want to run what can you tell me like what it is that you love so much about it Um, and there's so many things i feel like with running for me personally, because I know it's so individual to everyone. Um, the reason for it changes all the time, but it, for me, it just is a stress release. It's good for my physical health, my mental health, and I almost see it as a meditation. So it's a time for me to get rid of all the extra stressors in my life and just kind of think, you know, and get myself on track and, Um, it's just such a peaceful time for me. It's hard, especially in Houston when it's hot. It's like, it is really hard, but it is some of, some of the most favorite times of my day are when I'm out running. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been a fun five years and I've just learned, I've learned so much through, through that specific journey.
1: And so you mentioned before when you um, transitioned from being a full-time teacher to now being a full-time stay-at-home mom that you um, kind of felt like you didn't have a sense of purpose. Did you feel like uh, once you made the decision to do your first full marathon that
0: um, that gave you a little bit more purpose? So, I think it was a mix of things. It mm-hmm. did give me purpose because it required me to restructure my life because one of the things was was that as a stay-at-home mom, I felt like I was given such a huge gift to be able to stay home with my kids mm-hmm. that I also at the same time felt guilty leaving. So I felt like, okay, I've been given this great gift of being home with my kids, but now I feel like my husband is working so hard and I'm here with them and and though this isn't true in your head, at times you think like, maybe I shouldn't go do something for myself or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. So I had to really restructure my life to where it didn't affect the rest of my family. So I found that I was waking up at four or five so I could run before everyone woke up. Um, And so it gave me a sense of purpose just in structure for my life. But I think it was more of a stress relief that helped me look at the rest of my life differently. So I, it changed my, it helped me change my mindset to where I was feeling a little bit lonely to where now I was active. I was moving. I was looking for opportunities throughout the day to grow just in my own personal development. So it kind Mm -hmm. of just led to a lot of different things for me that I didn't expect. Um, And I think that's probably true for a lot of people some people find that they find their inspiration through working out you know yoga or lifting or um like in my mom's case I always think about my mom um she finds her her pride and like her balance and she works through her life her professional life and so everyone finds it in a different way and for me it just happened to be running um -hmm. And I don't know, it just, it it leaked into all the other areas of my life in such a positive way um, mm-hmm. that I just, I don't know, it was such a, it was a gift for me to, to stumble upon that activity. I never would have thought.
1: <laughs> that. So you didn't run before, before you signed up for your first full marathon?
0: No, I had never run. <laughs> I was at, at all. And I was, I was actually at a point where I was living kind of an unhealthy lifestyle. So I wasn't active. I wasn't eating the most healthy foods. I was getting to a point where I was probably right at a level of weight that may not have been healthy, like for my height and like my body. Um, And it just kind of took over. I walked a lot when I first started. I, I don't think that I I jumped right in and started running. It was a lot of walking and it was slow and I just loved the process of it. I thought it was so cool that right now we live in a world where there's a lot of instant gratification. So you can get online and do this quickly or do this quickly. And I loved that in this specific journey, things happen slowly and then you get to see the payoff later. I thought that was so cool. So it, it was fun for me.
1: That's so interesting, because the Veronica that I know, obviously, I didn't know you before, before you even got into running. So I know you as, you know, speedy. And um, <laughs> and so it's really hard for me to to think of you pre running. And also because I know that you come from like a family
0: of runners. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so the funniest thing is that Both of my parents are actually runners. So um, my dad started running when he was in the Marine Corps and then continued on throughout his life. And he is just so in shape. And when we run, um, he typically crosses the finish line an hour, 45 minutes to an hour before I do. And he is... it's nuts. And he is, I think he's 59. Um, and so it is amazing to me. That's proof to me that your body can do miraculous things. Like you just there, if you take care of it, you can do so much. And then my mom at this, she also ran. And what's funny is my mom is a really silent person. So she will do something and she'll never tell anyone. She, um she actually got her doctorate three, three or four years ago. Um and she called me one day and she said, Hey, um my graduation is this weekend um at this time, blah blah blah. And I was like, What? What are you graduating from? She didn't even tell me that she was taking the classes. We had no idea. So oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so so she, she's that kind of person. She does these big, huge, amazing things, but she does them for herself. She doesn't want anybody to know. Um, and And it was like that for running for her too. So when I was growing up, she was running half marathons and marathons and none of us ever went to her races. We did not know as kids that she was doing it because she just I, I don't know. That's actually like a good question. I feel like I need to ask her why, why she's so, why is she so secretive? But they were both runners, um, both active, healthy people. And it was just nothing that appealed to me at all. <laughs> so you were surrounded by
1: all of this, um, you know, um, a lot of uh, fitness or running growing up, but you just didn't, it wasn't really part of your regimen until recently, until the last five years.
0: Yeah, and it was just not something that kind of, it just didn't sound like fun to me at the time, (laughs) and then um, when it it came to me, I guess, as kind of a challenge in my adult years, I thought, okay, you know, I'll try this out and see, And, um, and it's actually been really amazing because on top of me just loving the personal journey of it, um, it is, has actually helped my dad and I's relationship. We've gotten so much closer because he still runs, he still goes to the races. Pictures um, of you guys together at races. Yeah, we have so many memories together now that I cherish. You know, because something that I always will talk about on, I keep like a running journal on my Instagram, and something that I always talk about is my gratitude for the experience, and that's one of the other things about it, too, is that I've gotten to create so many memories with my dad now um, that I will cherish forever, and, you know, one day when I'm older and my parents are gone, it's something that I can look back on and be so thankful for, Um, and then I think about that, too, with my kids. I hope that I'm always, like, strong enough and able to keep up with them. You know, I want to keep up with mm-hmm. my kids. So it's been a lot of fun. And through my parents, I guess, I, my parents both are very quiet people. So growing up, they were very strict. We lived in a very structured household, um, like s- schedule wise. And um, I don't, they weren't very big communicators, which was something that I feel like with my kids, I'm trying to work more on communicating more with them, but they always showed us. So my parents never said, Hey, you can do, you know, anything in the world that you want, but they always showed us because they really did anything that they set their minds to. So, um, I guess now I am following their example hopefully (laughs) well you know probably the running gene was dormant
1: inside of you all (laughs) all this time and it it came out when it was the most needed for you so
0: yeah maybe when
1: when the suggestion was for you to sign up for your first full marathon it just kind of slowly seeped out into you (laughs) yes
0: it came at the right time I needed it just then so it was like perfect timing So let's go back to your word
1: discipline. So tell us a little bit about what type of discipline you had in the last five years when it comes to running.
0: Okay. So for me, and this is, was a huge change for me because I used to be, you know, the person that woke up at the last possible minute to get ready and I would go to bed the latest. And so, um, For me now, I have a really early bedtime. I put my kids to bed at my, so my youngest two are, I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old girl. I put them to bed at eight and then my son is 11 and he goes to bed at nine and I am in bed by 9.15 every night. My friends think I'm so crazy um, because for a lot of people, um, or at least in my group that I know, their nighttime is a time for them to decompress where they can sit there and, you know, just kind of have a minute to themselves after you've been working or been with your kids. Um, but for me, what works best for me is if I go to bed really early, I wake up really early in the morning, um, because it's peaceful. I like to start my day off and then I like to start getting things done. Um, Mm -hmm. and then along with that, so with my running, um, I run, six days a week I take one rest day um and then I feel like balance is part of discipline so a lot of times you'll see people that are working and working and working and they work so hard um and that can be considered discipline but I think forcing yourself to rest is also part of discipline for me um and so I always make sure that I have a day where I rest totally from running um I keep things more lenient just for myself throughout the day, because I think if you don't figure in a rest day for yourself, then you get burnt out and you get tired and you can't function as well as you need to. Um, and so those kind of have been huge things for me, just early bedtime, early to wake up, forcing rest days, but working really hard on the other days. Um, and I've, I kind of follow that in all aspects of my life. That's awesome. And I think that is important
1: And I definitely wanna stress importance of having that rest because I think it's really important for your body to recharge. Um, otherwise you just would get um, overstressed and your body is not able to, to do what it needs to do. So I think that's definitely important. And I think um, that your routine of, you know, an early bedtime, early wake is is really great. I mean, I think it's good to have that routine. Um, and I think the hardest part is getting that started and getting used to it. I mean, I know I'm not a morning person at all, but <laughs> in the past, whenever I did have that schedule of, okay, I know that this day I'm going to wake up early and work out, um, you know, these, these days. Um, once I had that routine and once I got that in my system, I knew that
0: I just felt a lot better, but it's just hard getting that first step, you know? Oh, it's so hard. It's still hard. I would, I'm not a night person for sure. I can't stay up late, but I don't think I'm a morning person either. (laughs) <laughs> I, don't I don't think guess. I am either I'm like a midday like right around 10am is probably yes. like I feel
1: pretty good yeah, and nine, um, nine to 10. Early, yes yes <laughs> and then early evening like right after dinner I'm pretty good and then it's like okay I'm I'm, I'm ready to wind down yeah um, so it what could you what would you tell Veronica of five years ago, if you could go back, if you could tell her anything when she first transitioned to being a stay at home mom and um, would, is there anything that you would
0: tell her? Oh my gosh, that is such a good question. I'm actually like thinking about it and it's making me tear up because I, I think this is so huge. Um, I really think that surrounding yourself with the right people is the biggest thing that I would tell my old self um and that could be like a whole podcast in itself but I feel like that I feel like if you surround yourself with people that are positive that want to help you on your own journey you know that care about you uh there's just so many things but I would say that I would say surround yourself with with people that are the best for you yeah and you know
1: that's so that's so beautiful that you said that just because it made me think of when i went through my yoga teacher training um to be a yoga teacher this was when i was in a transition period in my life as well Uh, we used to refer to our yoga studio our yoga community as our tribe and i definitely think that it is it is so important to find your tribe and to find people who do support you and bring you up because that's going to be so important because the feelings that you mentioned of feeling lonely and everything I mean that is so hard and if you don't have the right people around you you would just I just feel like you would just you know go into kind of like a downward spiral exactly. and yeah so I'm, I mean I'm, I'm really glad that you you mentioned that um so tell me what's next for you I know I know excuse me, a couple of things that's going on with you, um, in the future. So do you want to share with us, um,
0: what's I next? I do. Month? So actually this was such a huge, um, a huge deal for me and I think in the, in the running community. So recently, um, I was asked by the Chevron Houston Marathon. So They are one of the largest marathons in Texas. If you've never been to one of their races, I highly recommend that you register. They have a 5K, a half marathon and a marathon. Uh, But they asked me to be an ambassador for them, which was such an honor, it was so huge. Um, And as an ambassador for them, I will um, be a guest blogger on their website, Um, go to their promotional events, uh, kind of help with their marketing, which is a dream for me um, Mm -hmm. because it's two things that I really love. Um, And I am excited about this journey. So they asked me to work with them. I guess it's been about three weeks now. So with everything going on in the world, we're kind of trying to figure out how to do things virtually at the moment um but it's gonna be so much fun and definitely a journey that i would love everyone to follow me on um because it's it's gonna be huge this event is one of my favorite events i i i write a race recap every year that i run it and every year i cry when i'm running it. i'm naturally an emotional person but it's just, it's such a beautiful event. It's so much fun. So I definitely encourage everybody to, to go to their website and check them out and then think about running it. You can, I am so big about this, like set a goal that you feel like is achievable and a little bit scary and then work backwards to that day. So you, you know, maybe a half marathon is something that you think you could maybe do. You can totally do it in, yeah. um, and just look into it
1: yeah i mean the chevron houston marathon um was my first full marathon as you know and um and when you said that um you cry afterwards i mean the feeling that i had when i crossed the finish line although it was so slow (laughs) like i was exhausted um and you know being from houston um and i was born and raised in houston it like running through where I went to school, where I went to college, where I used to live, uh, where I would get my hair done, you know, things like that. I mean, it's, there is something to be said about running a race in your hometown. So it was um, a very amazing experience. Um, One that I I, would hope to. I was
0: so, so proud of you. And I feel like because I got to watch you Through not the whole journey because I wasn't with you, you know, for every run, but I got to see a lot of your big milestones on the way there. And it's almost like when you see someone that you care about and love accomplish a goal, you almost feel like you accomplished the goal too. I was just so proud of you, it was so amazing. And I mean,
1: it goes back to like finding your tribe, right? I mean, that was, you know, I met you through the running group and, um, and that is, you know, one of my tribes, you know, even though I'm yeah. not there all the time, but it is, it's so nice to have people there supporting you. And this past half marathon, I did the half marathon in January. We had some people from the running group out. Do did you remember seeing them? Yes. Oh yeah. my
0: gosh. Yes. Um, and then, um, so I feel like maybe I'm veering off topic here, but, uh, this past year, so my, I actually ran the whole race with my dad, which, n- you know, normally he's way ahead of me and finishes. So we're not ever actually running together. We're just at the same place together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this time I got to run with him, which was so special. And then, um, this is also maybe a little off topic, but in December, my younger brother was in an accident. So he was cycling and he was hit by a car. Um, And he was still in the hospital at that time. Um, And so when we were running, we actually run through the medical district. So we ran past where he was at and my dad had his phone and he FaceTimed my brother. And it was just, there was just so many special moments going on on that day. Um, So I feel like every year, you know, it's just something different, whether it be like the first time you cross the finish line, or if you're going out there and you're doing it just, you know, to take a cool tour of the city, um, or if there's something sentimental about it, there, there are just so many emotions that come up. It's such a great, it's such a great race. I, I really have enjoyed it. It's one of my favorite races to run. Well, I'm so glad that you're
1: an ambassador. So um, we are um, close to running out of time. I want to make sure that you have the opportunity to share with our listeners, um, you know, how they can reach you and how they can follow along with your journey as being an ambassador, especially this year.
0: Yes, I would love that. So if you are listening, I would love for you to follow me. Um, my Instagram handle is V runs. So it's V-G-O-E-B runs, R-U-N-S. Um, and I share mostly all of my running there. Um, and then eventually I'm I'm actually writing up some blogs right now. You can read some of my blogs on the Chevron Houston Marathon Marathon website. Um, And you can reach out to me anytime. I love to hear other people's stories. I think everybody is inspiring in their own way. Um, But those are the two best places to check for me.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by and sharing with us your word for health and wellness, which is discipline. And lastly, any
0: upcoming races, even virtual ones that you're planning on doing? So I actually, uh, my next one that I have is not until November so a lot of the races in Houston are kind of being put on hold just for safety um mm-hmm. so in November his I'm gonna be running a half marathon I'll run a few of those um all through winter and then I will run the marathon in January 2021 so that's something to look forward to Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Veronica, for stopping
1: by. I love hearing you talk and hearing you share your story. Thank you so much for
0: having me. This was so much fun. Awesome. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wish Well podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe and follow along every week for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at wishwell.health and at our website, wishwell.health.blog. Until next time, I wish you health and I wish you wellness.